Good evening, Trinity Femme. I trust that you are doing well and all is well with you and yours. Just a quick announcement before our devotions for tonight. Um, seeing that we will be locked up or unable to gather for a little while more, um, we are starting a Bible study. Those who are interested, just uh, indicate on the group and we shall put you on. We are sharing on Tuesday at 9.30. Um, then you will be able to leave your, your, your comments and we will share and comment throughout the day. It's not going to be every day like this one, but it just allows us to share together the word of God, right? Okay, shall we pray? It is evening, Lord. You have carried us through yet another day. And when it is dark outside, and some of us still carry some of the darkness within us, in this time of uncertainty, when the only thing we know with certainty is that we don't know. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you be with us and you give us a patient spirit, that you give us the courage to wait and to wait on you and to wait with you. We pray, Heavenly Father, as we read your word for the night before we go to bed, that you fill us with your grace. Bless us in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So tonight, beloved, we are reading from the Old Testament, the second book, the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 33. We will be reading verses 12 through to 17, Exodus 33 verses 12 through to 17. If you got it, it reads as follows. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know who you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me your ways that I may know that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider too that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And he said to him, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from, this, from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people? from every other people on the face of the earth. 
And the Lord said to Moses, this very thing that you have spoken, I will do for you. You have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Amen. The initial, my initial plan was to focus on verse 30, verse 15. If your presence will not go with me, do not bring us out of out from this place. A quick background. The children of Israel have been on this journey from Egypt, wandering in the wilderness. It looks like they are very close now to finally coming into the promised land. And there seems to be a challenge. The challenge is with God. God, if you have time, start this chapter from the beginning. God does not trust himself because of these people. He knows them. They are stiff-necked. And he says to Moses, um, you have been around this mountain for too long. That is Mount Horeb. Leave this place and go to the place where I showed you. But I will not go with you. Otherwise, I will kill these people. And God looks, seems like God is afraid that because of the behavior of the people, he might not be able um, to bring them into the land with them always being so stiff-necked and arguing and uh, turning away from him at every corner that they have. And Moses is to lead them and he says, you know, lead these people. And he's also distancing himself from them and calling them Moses's people. This is because from time to time, these people have turned, they have complained, no bread. He gave bread. They said, no, we're tired of the bread. We want meat. He gives meat. Moses goes to listen to the Lord. They make a new God. They are told, don't go to war. They go to war. They are told, go to war. They don't want to. They are brought to the promised land. They are told, you can go in. They say, we don't want to. You want to kill us. And so God is saying to Moses, look, go. But for the sake of my sanity and for the sake of me keeping the promises, because they are tempting me so much that I might not uh, keep my promises and kill all of them here. God has wanted to do that. When we read the book of Numbers, we will see that God is said to Moses, I'm going to kill every one of them and through you create a new people. And Moses interceded for them. But now Moses has a challenge. God says, go. But God saying, even if I say go and the land and my promise is still standing, I'm not going with you. This is the text where we start now. And Moses says, how can this be? If you are pleased with me. And Moses is bringing up the words of God 
and he is not bringing up the holiness of the people or claiming anything on behalf of the people. And he's saying, if if I have found favor in you, if all the things you said about me being good are good, how can you leave me alone? He said, because you have said to me, lead these people, but you have not shown me who I'm going with. He's saying that you have not shown me who I'm going with because the Lord had said, I'm not going with you. So Moses is saying, if you are not going with us, who then is going with us? So it is is impossible for us to live without you. The desert has been a difficult place. The wilderness has been a difficult place. And I think we are experiencing a little bit of that. We are beginning to understand a wilderness experience where nothing is clear, where, (laughs) to put it mildly, every day is like every day. We keep following the steps. We keep wanting, finding ways to keep ourselves sane, to do as much as work as we want. We listen to the news. We listen to tips and stuff. And we work hard to keep ourselves healthy as well. But the truth of the matter is we really don't know much. That sense of lostness of having nothing to hold on to is what Moses is saying. We can't deal with in your absence. The one thing that is keeping us together, it's you. And if you are not coming and in your absence, you have not shown us who we are going with. And this is amazing because Moses is the leader. Moses has asked his in-law hop up to go with them but at this present moment he's saying to god you have not shown me who to go with he has learned in the wilderness to totally depend on god to such an extent that even if they are facing the land and the land is just ahead of them and they can see it from the mountain he does not believe that they can or they should do anything without god And I believe that this is where we are, that there is something new that God is making. The children of Israel had come from the only land that they know. As we have moved from our lives that we know to this new existence. And something new is happening. After this, we will have a totally different lives. Well, I don't know if that is exaggeration, but then there will be a new normal. Let me put it that way. There will be a new normal. Like Canaan, that is a land that we have not seen. That is a situation that we have not known, but one that we are longing for. And this is why the only way we have a guarantee of tomorrow that we are going into that we have not seen is the fact that the God that we are going with is a God who is there already, as we know that God is the perpetual presence. And God says to Moses, I meant everything I said. You have found favor in me. And listen to the good news. My presence will go with you. God had a change of heart. He has softened his heart. But when Moses says, if your presence will not go with us, 
do not bring us from here. In other words, there is no point in a movement without God. And as we are locked up, as we are changing things, we learn or discover who God is. We learn and discover how to go with God. And we pray that as we move from this place, that God does not let us go alone. For we do not know the new tomorrow that we are going to. We know we are going there. We know that God has planned it for us to come out. But listen to this wonderful thing. Moses says to God, if you are not with us, what will distinguish us from others? What will make us a special people? The specialness of the people of Israel, as Moses is saying, is not in the fact that they come from Abram. It is in the fact that the Lord is present with them. And he says, this is the one thing that we need more than anything, your presence. And I believe this is what we need more than anything right now, the presence of God, the presence of God to go with us, the presence of God to lead us into something that we do not know, something that we have not seen yet. And the Bible keeps saying, behold, I'm making a new thing. We have been around the the desert. We have been in the wilderness, not knowing our left from our right. But we have been able to journey because of the presence of God. And this is why Moses is saying, how shall it be known that I found favor in your sight? For him, favor is not in what he's getting. Favor is being in the presence of God. Distinction is having the presence of God. As we sleep tonight, I pray that the Lord help us to be distinct, help us to be a special breed of people, that we learn to experience his presence, to seek his face, seek his face, say to the Lord, if you do not go with us, don't let us leave this place. If we are not yet ready to see the next level, don't take us out unless you come with us. Even when this is over and we have to go out, let us not go out without you. For you are the one that is keeping us sane. You are the one that has the secrets to life. And the presence of God is the confirmation that we have found favor with him. That we are distinct. That we are precious in his sight. It is my belief that we are precious in the sight of God. And may we pray that even as we sleep, we sleep resting in knowing that even it when we don't see what is happening out here in the darkness, he will lead us. And when he's given us the gift of a new day, he will lead us. His face, his presence be with us. And this Moses took from when God told Moses and Aaron in the book of Numbers, we we remember Numbers chapter 6, what we usually referred to as the ironic blessing, the Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance towards you and give you peace. Your presence, in some translation, it says, if your face, and in the ironic blessing, we find that it says that the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And the Lord make his face, lift up his face upon you and give you peace. And I, this is my prayer for us tonight, that the Lord may journey with us. And the Lord will bring us into the land that we have to go into, the new tomorrow that he has prepared. For even before this virus started, God is here. God knew what was going to happen. God is here. Even when we leave this place, God will be here. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Good night. Rest well.